Let me cut right to the chase. If you've been looking for a sign to get your legal life together, this is it. And before you roll your eyes at me, I'll be the first one to say it. Your legal strategy as a business owner is way less sexy than color palettes, content creation, and splurging on another online course. Trust me, I know. I'm only in your ear right now because I care about you. Here's the bottom line. If you can't remember the last time you've given your contract a little TLC, it's been too long. And if you wait until you're knee-deep in a legal battle to realize the importance of your contract, it's too late. I get it. As an entrepreneur, you've got a lengthy list of to-dos and an even longer list of want-to-dos. And while it's tempting to bootstrap as much of your work as you can, it's worth the time, energy, and risk mitigation to dial in your legal strategy, now and forever. My contract has always been a foundational resource for me to fall back on, and I have the artist's lawyer to thank for that. The artist lawyer is your home for contract templates and tools for small business owners so you can nurture your creativity, align with your clients, and pursue your dream without the legal aspects of entrepreneurship holding you back. Being in the business of creativity, I found contract templates and legal tools tailor-made for my unique flavor of artistry and entrepreneurship. Get any contract template, legal document, tool, or resource from the artist lawyer for 15% off when you use my code LEVELUP. All caps, all one word, get 15% off by using the code LEVELUP. Visit theartistlawyer.com or use the link in the show notes to get your contract up to date. This is the Level Up Your Wedding Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Taylor Petrinovich. I'm a wedding cinematographer based in California, and I have grown my own business over the past five years to serving amazing clients, charging five-figure prices. At the core of the show, I want you to feel inspired to take your own business to that next level, whatever that looks like for you. And I'm here to give you the tools and practical advice to help you along the way. So let's go. Today's episode, I am beyond excited to share my interview with Julia Kentner of Julia Kentner Films. Julia is an Elevate Mastermind alumni, and I am incredibly proud of the business that she has built over the last two years and of the incredible road she has ahead of her in the wedding industry. Julie Kentner is a destination wedding cinematographer based out of St. Louis, Missouri. She began capturing weddings in 2020 and went full-time in her business one year later in August 2021. Born and raised in Germany, traveling throughout Europe and the United States, she was passionate about documenting every beautiful moment. With a background in classical ballet and a love for travel, Julia infuses her films with these elements to take the thoughtfully crafted details of a wedding day and weave them into a personal masterpiece of light-filled art and authentic emotion that her clients admire. Julia, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Me too. This has been a long time coming. We've had to reschedule this, um, but I am beyond excited to talk about you, your business, your journey, because I think it's going to be incredibly inspiring for people who are listening. Aw, thank you. (laughs) So if you are not familiar with Julia, um, we're going to start with just hearing a little bit about her story, um, how she got started filming weddings, and what her business looks like today. Yeah, so I'll hop right in. Um, So my name is Julia. I'm a cinematographer based in St. Louis, Missouri, but I travel all across the country and the world to film weddings for my clients. Um, And yeah, I feel, jumping into my story of how I got started, 
I have always been a very creative person, you know, growing up doing art class, pottery classes. Um, I danced classical ballet for 13 years. And so I've always kind of had, you know, interest in the arts, if you will. Um, and I got my first camera when I was 10 years old for my birthday. <laughs> and my brother and I, we would always just enjoy uh, like taking you know, photos of each other and doing like fun skits. And I was always drawn to the um, kind of record button on my camera and capturing um, videos and kind of like home movies and things like that. And it was so funny because this camera actually uh, didn't have the ability to record audio. Um, but this, so if that tells you anything about how basic uh, this camera was, um, but there's just something that drew me in to recording motion um, and memories and having something to look back on. Um, yeah, so that was kind of growing up. Um, and then when I graduated high school, I got a DSLR. So things kind of progressed a little bit. I was really excited. I had a few different lenses and I loved, you know, I had my macro lens, I had a zoom lens, and I just, I loved being able to capture um, things with different um, perspectives, with the different lenses and things like that. Um, yeah, and then just in college, it just kind of progressed, like capturing, um, you know, vacation trips and things like that, uh, the sorority on campus. I made a little recruitment video for them, and at the time, this is the first time I incorporated audio uh, into a film, and I remember being so proud um, because that hadn't really been done before, at least with the sorority recruitment videos in my area. Um, yeah, so I just always really enjoyed video. I never really saw a career in video. I knew I didn't want to be on a big movie set, um, didn't really want to work in television or anything like that. And so I did what most people do and I just went to school. I studied psychology in undergrad and then went to graduate school um, and pursued my master's degree in industrial organizational psychology, which for those of you listening who don't know what IO is, it's essentially psychology in the workplace. Um, and yeah, just creating efficiency um, among employees that are working in the corporation. And so I specifically pursued a career in human resources and I was a compensation analyst. So uh, doing a lot of pay equity, things like that. A lot of spreadsheets, very analytical. And don't get me wrong, I love a good spreadsheet, but after a few years, I realized that I, you know, I was really, growing up, I had always been so creative. I was really longing to kind of do that in my day-to-day -day life more so. Um, and yeah, then when I <laughs> turned 25, I kind of had a little quarter-life crisis and realized, okay, like I'm in this job, you know, it was fine, but it just, there was something missing. And so I kind of gave myself some time to really dig deep and kind of figure out, you know, what, what did I feel like was missing? What really gave me joy? Um, and video kind of came back into my mind. I was like, you know, I've always enjoyed creating these videos. Of course, back in the day, they were very amateur. You know, everything was just for fun. Um, but it was always something that I had really enjoyed. Um, and one of my friends actually got married. And it just kind of clicked. I was like, wait a minute. Like, there is this whole market in the wedding industry where, um, you know, clients want wedding films. And 
then, you know, quickly hopped onto Google, um, found a few YouTube videos, you know, White and Reverie, some of the big names um, popped up and I quickly realized, okay, like wedding videos, they don't have to be cheesy. Um, some of them can be really creative. There's so much potential here. And I just, yeah, started doing more research. I found your podcast, Taylor, and I found a few other podcasts um, and just started absorbing all of the information. Um, this was right at the beginning of 2020. So then we, we all know what happened in March of 2020, um, which was wild. Uh, my corporate job, we went fully remote. Um, and I think I'm, I do attribute a lot of that. I'm so thankful that it all worked out that way because that really gave me more time to just, yeah, you know, I had found this new thing that I wanted to explore and it gave me more time to, um, really dive into education and I at some point upgraded my camera and got the Sony a7 III at the time and <laughs> started taking my boyfriend out into the parking lot of our um, apartment complex and just you know practicing uh, my camera settings and just you know having fun with it and learning all the things um, and yeah that's kind of how things got started for me and I just never really looked back to be honest um, yeah, at some point um, when I booked my first wedding, so I'd been absorbing all this information, right? And I was like, okay, like I think it's time to just go for it and just start shooting, just putting myself out there. Like everyone starts somewhere, right? Um, and so I had been following all the Facebook groups. I found a girl who actually, she had made a post about um, her photographer had canceled last minute. Um, which is so sad. She did find a replacement, thank goodness. And I think I had sent her a message just saying something along the lines of, hey, like, I'm so sorry to hear about your photographer canceling. Would you be interested in a wedding video? I was very open and honest. I've never filmed a wedding before, but, you know, would love to give it a try if you <laughs> trust me to do. I didn't charge her anything. Um, and yeah, she let me hop on and film her wedding and yeah, it was a really eye-opening experience. I think it was a lot, uh, yeah, there's just a lot of moving pieces to a wedding day, but I learned so much and I loved it. I had such a good time. Um, and so that really solidified, you know, everything that I had been feeling up until this point. Because it's one of those things like, okay, you think you want to do this, but you don't actually know until you get into it, right? Um, and yeah. It, it went really well. And then a few months later, um, this was around, so that wedding was in September of 2020. And then early November 2020, Taylor, that's when you opened up your first round of Elevate Mastermind. Um, yeah, and I remember seeing that and I felt like it was not the right time for me. I mean, heck, I had filmed one wedding you know, um, I felt like I wasn't ready. Um, and I don't know, I just, I kept seeing everyone join and being so excited about it. And um, I wanna say I got on a discovery call with you, Taylor, um, you know, kind of talking about Elevate and what it would look like and if it could benefit me. And after our call, I just felt like, you know what, like I should just go for it. Um, yeah you know, let's just do it. Let's just dive right in. So yeah, that's, was a very long winded story. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I got started. And 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you started less than two years ago. I so... know. It's crazy. Yes. Um, can you give us an idea of what your business looks like today? Because it is vastly different. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So when I signed up for Elevate, I had one wedding on the books. Um, you know, that first free wedding I did, I just edited it. I started my Instagram, just started posting. Um, I posted not just the full film, but would post, you know, sequences from toasts and getting ready. And I really just tried to put myself out there. And so through that, I was able to book a wedding, my first paid wedding, and I charged $500 for that, um, which I was so, I was just excited that someone was paying me to, you know, do something that I had been so excited about doing. Um, and now, let's see, oh my gosh, um, we are, how many, we are in, this is May 2021. Um, so my base rate, my starting rate is around 6,500 and my average bookings have been between eight and 9,000, which is crazy. It's so crazy. Um, yeah, it's been a wild ride and I'm so thankful for everything. And I, I do think Elevate and your mentorship has been crucial to, you know, being able to grow so quickly. Well, you know, I think that it's so powerful to hear because so many people like feel like they need to do everything on their own and they need to learn by trial and error and um, they're afraid to invest money, honestly, too. Um, and I love your business as like an example of what could happen if you just pour everything into this crazy thing um, called... <laughs> entrepreneurship within the wedding industry um because there's so many people out there who have like already done the things by trial and error they've already figured things out and like you don't need to do it all from scratch like you can just learn from other people and that's the beauty of it um and I'm really glad that you did take the dive even though it felt like it was too early for you I think that um I don't know I feel like your trajectory is like so steep right now like you're just climbing 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 and I'm so excited to watch what you do yeah no totally I am so thankful that I did invest the time and the money so early on because like you mentioned there was a lot of things a lot of teachings that I learned from you where I didn't have to go through that trial and error period um, you know, like the sales process or marketing or Instagram. I mean, social media is such a blessing and such a curse, right? But having somebody who's been doing it for a lot longer than you have and hearing from them and what has worked and what hasn't has been so powerful. Um, and just in general, surrounding yourself with other like-minded individuals who have similar goals and similar ambitions as you do is just so helpful. Um, you know, I don't know about anyone else listening, but I don't have a lot of friends who run their own businesses, right? And so when you're a solopreneur, it can be lonely and it can be scary and you can feel stuck sometimes and just having others around you to kind of, um, you know, just for that support or bounce ideas off of or get some feedback has been amazing, especially early on. Yes. Okay. I love that. Um, so, I mean, we're going to just talk about your business being 18 months old, because if you really think about like when you actually like did your first wedding and now here we are now. So 
18 months in, you're averaging, we'll call it 8,500 bucks for a wedding. Um, that's incredible. Some people who have been in the industry for a decade are not even there. Um, so don't take that lightly. <laughs> um, what are some areas of your business um, that you feel like you really focused on growing that helped you get to where you are? Yeah, I mean, I will say I don't think it's just one thing. I think, you know, because I think we can get so wrapped up in, oh my gosh, this one thing isn't working, like, this is leading to my failure. I think it's a lot of different things, and I think being consistent. So I think that applies to social media, for example. Um, you know, making sure you're posting consistently. Um, I think that can apply to networking, uh, making sure you're connecting with others in your area or, you know, photographers and planners and making those genuine connections. Um, you know, not just one planner and then expecting that they send you their clients, right? But I think, so I think consistency is across the board really what has helped me. So yeah, consistency just across the board. Um, yeah, things will, they will get hard. You know, it's a roller coaster. Um, you know, even for me, <laughs> sitting here and reflecting, I'm like, oh, wow, like, yeah, I am charging a lot. Um, but that doesn't mean that it, you know, has always been easy and always been rainbows and sunshine and kind of just being consistent through those ebbs and flows um, has been really important and just, you know, keep pushing, you know, um, because there will be so many people who don't see value in what you do and that can be a little bit discouraging um you know especially for I think it depends what facet of the wedding industry you're in but especially for video you know you see these really high budget weddings and then you know they're spending all this money on florals and all this money on their photographer and then they have like a two thousand dollar budget for video and that can just feel so defeating sometimes but you know, just keep pushing, push through that. There are so many people who do see the value in you. And I think it's just, you know, finding your client um, and they do exist. And especially if you're running a business that isn't high volume, I think that's okay. You know, you're not meant to um, please everybody. You're not meant to, you know, not every it's okay if not everybody wants to work with you or if not everybody sees your value um, because if you're only, you know, serving 15 clients, that's all you really need is 15 clients, right? Um, but yeah, I think what I really focused on um, in my business too is focusing on relationship building, um, focusing on my network, connecting with other photographers, with other planners, um, just putting myself out there. Um, you know, when you're engaging on Instagram or, you know, even sending a message, introducing yourself to a planner, you, you might not get a response um, every once in a while. And, and that's OK. You know, don't be discouraged by that. Um, just keep keep going. Keep trying. Um, yeah. Like I mentioned, there will be people who see your value, who are excited to work with you, who would love to bring you on board for a project or a wedding. Um, and yeah, so that's really what I focused on. Um, and also, I think a big thing is learning when to say no. I think that's really what's helped with my quick growth, growth is that I um, realized, I realized where I wanted to go and I realized what that looked like. And in the beginning, especially, you know, you feel a little bit guilty turning people away 
um, especially when someone is excited to work with you. You know, you want to um, create, in my case, a beautiful wedding film for everybody. But I mean, I'm one person, so that is impossible for me to do. And so kind of focusing on what what's going to bring me to where I want to be and then saying no to things that might not be a good fit or for me in my case I this year I have 11 weddings booked which doesn't sound like a lot uh, but I am pretty busy this year and the, but the reason is is so that I do have some of that space to take on some last minute projects or some style shoots or just yeah connecting with other vendors that I've been really excited about connecting it's really left that space for me to be able to say yes um, when something last minute comes up um, so yeah I, think, I love that yeah there's so much power in saying no honestly and it's so scary it's so so scary um, especially kind of when that scarcity mindset kind of creeps in, you know, you're worried about, oh my gosh, like, what if I don't book anything else? Um, and you just really have to just kick, kick that to the curb and just believe that, you know, every time you, every time a door closes, there's another one that will open up for you. So. Absolutely. That's something that I love to talk about within Elevate Mastermind as well. Um, and that I tell a lot of people, like, don't, don't overextend yourself. Don't overbook yourself, especially like too early. Like there are some members in there right now who, um, right now it is May 31st, 2022, and they're already at capacity for 2023 weddings. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. Pump the brakes. Stop booking because there's going to be some amazing last minute opportunities come up that you're going to have to unfortunately like turn down. Um, and in the next year, in the next 12 months, you're going to grow so much and like so many doors are going to open for you. And I'd hate for you to like miss out on opportunities because you booked too many at like where you are currently. Um, so the power of saying no is so huge. And like you said, like it can be kind of scary to say no, like, because you're like, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush or whatever. Like might as well just take advantage of like what I have going for me. But the only way you can grow is through leaving room for amazing opportunities. Hey friends, I would love to invite you to join me and a small group of super ambitious wedding filmmakers, photographers, and other wedding creatives inside my group coaching slash mentorship program, Elevate Mastermind. Inside Elevate Mastermind, you get access to 35 plus trainings and 12 monthly modules designed to take you through the steps to really elevate your business so you can attract your dream clients and raise your prices and raise them again and again. You get two one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with me. We will do live monthly trainings on innovative and exciting new topics and with expert guests in the industry that will propel your business forward. This is an amazing opportunity for you to engage with us live and ask questions. You will have your assets like your website, pricing, social media and portfolio reviewed and critiqued by me. You'll have the opportunity to jump on a hot seat with me live to ask your questions and have your business evaluated in front of the group to get additional feedback. This is optional of course but it is one of the group favorites want more info head on over to the levelupco.com slash elevate dash mastermind or feel free to send me a dm and we can chat about whether or not elevate mastermind is a good fit for you and your business i hope to see you in there yeah absolutely i totally agree and um 
well, last year I was still working my full-time job. I was doing both. And so I physically couldn't, um, you know, take on too much. Um, but yeah, I'm so happy I did that because like you mentioned, it's allowed me to take on some other projects, um, that have really allowed me to push my business forward. Um, yeah, specifically like some style shoots and things like that where I know, okay, this is the kind of client I want to attract. I may, the weddings I might have on the books now might not really fit, um, the client that I'm looking to attract. So then how can I show that content that I want to shoot? Right. And so having that time, being able to plan, you know, maybe a style shoot, things like that, to then have that content to then show, um, just adds to, adds to it all and propelling your business forward. Totally. Not all activities will be like revenue generating activities, but they still hold so much value, so much value, like in other ways. Um, would you say that creating content through styled shoots, um, played a role in your growth? Yeah, I think so. Um, especially in the beginning. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think it's, you always want to be showing what you want to shoot more of. Um, and so, yeah, or even, I think I'm a, I'm a big believer in curating the weddings that you do have. So for example, say you shot a wedding and maybe it was a church wedding and you've decided that you don't want to shoot any more church weddings going forward. So instead of, you know, showing that full film that has, you know, sequences of the ceremony in the church, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't show anything from that day, right? So maybe they had a really beautiful reception or maybe really beautiful, um, you know, portrait sessions at sunset or where there's really beautiful parts of the day, or maybe they got ready in a beautiful hotel room with beautiful windows and natural light, which is, which is the dream, right? Um, so then maybe just showing bits and pieces of that um, has really helped me, especially in the beginning where, you know, maybe a wedding wasn't you know, they were great, but just, does that make sense? Just kind of picking and choosing um, and show, kind of showcasing your best work always, I think, has really helped. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love that you just said that because I think a lot of people feel um, <clears throat> almost, like, obligated to share either, like, the full wedding or else it doesn't feel, like, quote-unquote authentic. Like, um, or they want to like not show any of it, but I think what you just said is so, so smart because more likely than not, each wedding you do will have some aspect that you feel confident in sharing online because you think that it will attract more of what you're looking for. Um, and giving people the option and the permission to like really, really curate what they are sharing is so smart and taking advantage of the weddings that you already have booked like you don't have to go spend like a ton of money like creating style shoots um unnecessarily especially if you have these weddings that are like an almost perfect fit absolutely yeah totally and I think especially in the beginning you might feel a little bit guilty if you're not sharing a wedding um and yeah a lot of that is just mindset uh, you know, there's such a difference between serving your client and marketing. I think you can still serve your client really well and, um, you know, give them everything that they were looking for and more, but then also, you know, put on your marketing hat and say, okay, what 
does my business need moving forward and how can I attract that? Yes, and I think that a lot of people think of Instagram as just like the social app that it is, but within our businesses, like it's really not that. It is purely a marketing tool and using it for your business's sake (laughs) is really the whole point. Um, You can still create Instagram teasers for your clients and send them the file to upload on their own. Um, You don't have to post it on your own social channels, for example. Um, So it's still like you're still providing for your client and serving your client, but it's not like doing it at the expense of your business and your brand. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we've touched on relationships. Um, is there anything specific that you're doing, um, as far as relationships go that's helping your business grow? Yeah. I mean, I think just surrounding yourself with others who have similar goals has been powerful. Um, so yeah, even in Elevate, I have formed some great relationships in there, um, where, you know, we still talk and we're, we're having opportunities to work together or maybe sending referrals. That's been huge. You know, I do destination work, but sometimes the travel doesn't align with my schedule and then having somebody to recommend is, is great and they do the same. Um, so yeah, I think just surrounding yourself with others, um, cheering them on, on social media, um, just really, honestly, just being authentic and making genuine connections. Um, because even, because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're, especially if you're looking to work with somebody that you, not only your styles align and your vision aligns, but also that your personalities align and that you work well together because there's so many different ways of working. And so you want to make sure that you work well with someone and just, yeah, making those connections. And then eventually when opportunities arise where either you can bring on, you know, in my case, I'm a cinematographer. So bringing on a photographer for a project or hiring a planner for a specific vision I have, then kind of jumping off of those relationships that I already have. Um, yeah, I'm always looking to meet new people. Um, you know, like it's, it's crazy thinking, sometimes I forget how new I really am to the industry. Um, so I, there's just still so many people I'm looking to connect with and create with and yeah. Yeah. You you have a lot of time to make lots of connections. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I like that Um, you bring up time too, because I think sometimes when we're in our businesses, you were so wrapped up in hitting the next goal. And then once we reach that goal, just moving on to the next and okay, what do we want to do now that, you know, it's still really important to reflect and see how far we've come and acknowledge that. Um, Because I think that's, it's really easy to forget about that. And things just take time, you know, Um, at the end of the day, it just, it takes time, uh, whether that be relationship building, building your portfolio, it, it just takes time for you, for you to grow your business, honestly. And so that's also giving me a lot of peace because I think sometimes, you know, when there's ebbs and flows and, um, you're kind of, you know, 
maybe haven't booked, you know, right now, I haven't booked a wedding the past few weeks. And uh, the other day I had a little moment where I was like, oh no, like I haven't booked anything in a while. Like, should I be nervous? Like, what am I doing wrong? Um, and so it can get scary, but I think, you know, it just takes time. Um, and especially as you are booking less weddings and charging more for them, you know, you're not gonna book at the same rate as if you were wanting to book, say, 25 weddings a year. A year. So, um, yeah, a lot of that is a mindset and just reminding yourself, like, I have time, you know, it's okay if we don't, it, it's, it's good to be ambitious and have lofty goals um, because you'd be surprised what you can accomplish in such little time. But at the same time, it's also okay if it takes, it just takes time sometimes. And that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> No, I love that. I think that um, we live in like a hustle culture almost. Like there's so much pressure on grow, grow, grow. Um, <laughs> you know, um, don't stay stagnant. Always look to the next thing. And appreciating, like like you said, like where you came from, like where you started and what you've already accomplished, like will give you a lot of appreciation for like, all of the work that you've already put into it and maybe will help you feel at peace and like not feel like you need to like push 100% of the time. Um, but also like identifying seasons within your business and life. Like it's not sustainable to like be always growing at this like really fast rate. Like sometimes you need to just like coast and like just enjoy and um, be content with where you are and then realize that like there will be another season um, like figurative season, not like literal season, um, where you're going to want to grow. You're going to really want to push, but that time is not now. So just yeah, chill. <laughs> absolutely. And I like that you mentioned that because I think for me, I have been hustling to get to where I am. And um, yeah, especially looking at next year, I really, not that I want to slow down, but I just feel like it's not sustainable and I've noticed that and I think it's also important to recognize that early especially in the wedding industry where you are booking out you know for the following year um to where yeah I think it, otherwise you're really prone to burnout if you push yourself too much and just keep going and keep going and personally I <laughs> love what I do and I want to keep loving what I do and so um, I mean, I've realized that myself and that's been a big goal for me this year. You know, this year I'm pushing, I'm doing all the things, I'm working really hard, I'm jumping onto extra projects wherever I can so then I can, I don't want to say coast next year, but just more so enjoy the hard work that I'm putting in this year. Um, and yeah, charge a little bit more, but, excuse me, charge a little bit more for next year and book a little bit less just to have more of a work-life balance. Yes, I love that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Elevate and like specifically what you feel like um, it did for your business. I would love to hear from somebody like you who um, you joined right at the beginning. Um, so I don't know. I'll just let you take it away. Yeah, absolutely. So Elevate was the first kind of piece of education that I had invested in. So I'd been listening to the podcast, you know, binging YouTube videos, which there's so much great content out there. And I'm so lucky that I got into this during a time where there's just so much um, good information out there. Um, but yes, Elevate was the first 
financial investment for me, um, which made it a little bit scary. And I wasn't sure if, you know, I wanted to go ahead and do that, um, especially being so new. Um, I think what really pushed me to go ahead and join Elevate was honestly that you were the one leading it. I had followed your podcast and had seen how you had grown your business relatively quickly. And um, I just felt like you were so just open to sharing what had worked for you um, and weren't, you know, gatekeeping <laughs> any strategies or anything like that. And so I felt like I could really learn from you knowing knowing where I wanted to go. Um, I just felt like, yeah, I was really inspired by your story and hearing more and learning more from you specifically, um, not just in general. So yeah, I'm so happy that I joined. Um, I think we kind of touched on this in the beginning, but really allowed me to build my business from the get-go and anything from, you know, the sales process and what does that look like? Um, you know, having, you know, everything from a contact form to, you know, getting on a call with a client. How do you do your sales calls? Um, then, you know, how do you move forward? And just thinking through all the logistics of that and learning about that and learning about marketing and putting your best foot forward. And I didn't even have a website at the time, you know, so that was perfect hearing about um, just others' website critiques and, um, you know, things like that has been really great. Um, just having all that from the beginning, to be honest, because it gave me a good starting point to where I didn't really have to figure it out myself. I already had others who you know, we're doing it and you were teaching us. And um, yeah, so that was, that was kind of my experience with Elevate. And I think, yeah, I'm just, I'm really, really thankful for everything. Um, and yeah, it's been amazing. So I think, yeah, if anyone listening is newer in their business, I really think joining early on is such a good idea. Uh, if you can, um, I think you'll be so thankful that you did. Um, yeah, and I highly recommend. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Julia. Yeah, you're, um, I don't know. I, Elevate this year, I'm really excited for all the changes. Um, there's about 40 people in there right now, which I feel like is a great number, but I would love to grow it a little bit. Um, that's why I'm keeping the doors open. So if you are listening to this and you want to join, um, we would love to have you. It's, I mean, it's a very small group, relatively speaking. I mean, there's Facebook groups out there who are, you know, 10,000 members strong, and that is not what we're doing. We are keeping it small. Um, but I have some amazing speakers lined up for, um, the summer of 2022, um, we've recently brought on Maggie Fisher, who is a photographer and a, an attorney, and she talked all about um, setting your business up in the best legal way possible and protecting your business. Um, we brought on Kelly Gilster of 618 Studios and Alum Lutz, um, and she talked about shifts to make when you um, begin serving the luxury market, which a lot of our members are aiming to do. And um, coming up um, in June... I'm bringing on um, Jessica and Jonathan Hugo to talk about diversifying your income through commercial work, which is going to be really fun. And then, I mean, we have speakers lined up through the end of the year, and I'm just really, really jazzed um, 
for all that's to come, um, I definitely don't know everything, not even close. Um, <laughs> but I am continuing to learn and to seek out information and education and new strategies and things like that. And I'm continuing to um, just relay information as I incorporate it into my own business. I want to kind of like drag everyone along with me um, as I grow. Um, so anyway, just really, really excited. And I'm really happy that Julia was willing to come on and share her uh, perspective and her experience in Elevate because what you've accomplished is really what I hope everyone is able to accomplish when they join. Yeah. And I think even if you're not newer in your business. If you've been doing this for three, five years, whatever, I still think, you know, Elevate is such a great resource. And like you mentioned, there's 40 of us. Um, that is such a different dynamic than having a huge Facebook group where, you know, you don't know who's seeing your post and maybe, you know, because sometimes running our businesses, we have situations where, you know, it's really vulnerable. And so having a space where you can be vulnerable with others and, others that you trust um, has been huge. So yes, can't say good enough things. <laughs> well, Julia, um, if someone listening to this doesn't already know where to find you online, where can they find you? Yeah. So on Instagram, I'm at Julia Kentner Films and my website is juliakentnerfilms.com. So yeah, if you Never, don't hesitate to reach out. If you want to send me a DM, please do. I love connecting with everybody. Um, yeah, Thanks so much, Taylor, for having me on your podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I'm on a mission to inspire my fellow wedding creatives to take their businesses to that next level, and I can't do it without you. It would mean the world to me if you would please leave a review for the podcast and share it on your Instagram stories. Just don't forget to tag me at the Level Up Co. so I can see it. Doing these things will help other wedding professionals find the show so we can all raise the industry up together one person at a time. Until next time, friends, just keep pushing forward.